With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, as always, Jared Prugar. Thanks for joining us. It's game, It's almost game week. Penn State's almost in the middle of training camp. We're one week closer to seeing Penn State football in the flesh. Now, Sean Clifford met with the media earlier this week. He had a lot to say. Talked about his relationship with um, with Mike Yurcich, which I think is one of the most important relationships that a player and coach could have. Now, what James Franklin, and I, I hit on this in an article I wrote for DK Pittsburgh Sports, is that James Franklin is kind of letting that, that relationship blossom. He's letting that voice, Mike Yurcich's voice, be the lone voice that, that Sean Clifford's heard. And boy, Sean Clifford heard quite a bit of voices in his time uh, at Penn State. You know, this is his fourth offensive coordinator in four years. This is, or um, in his five years that he's been there, I'm sorry. But, you know, that's an, that's, you know, an issue in its own right. Uh, that that lack of consistency is, and and honestly, you saw it the year, the second year that he was with Ricky Ronnie, um, they had an excellent season. So you know, getting that consistency and getting that rapport with your position coach and your uh, your coordinator is huge. Um, it's just kind of getting that to cultivate and and honestly, if Yurcich and, and Clifford are on the same page, which it seems like they will, I know Clifford said multiple times during his uh, during his Zoom with the media that. That they were they were communicating rather well. This is the best he's felt. That he's you know he's being pushed each and every day, which is exactly what he needs. You know, so those things you know are are good moving forward uh, for Penn State. So I think that's a step in the right direction. Now whether that results to improved play on the field remains to be seen. So there's still that that they have to worry about as well. But I think you know if you can just build on this on that relationship. I think that's going to be huge for Penn State and the offense moving forward. Now, let's get into some position battles. The first, uh, first, I want to touch on the tight end, uh, and, and maybe not necessarily the battle there, but really, you know, the expectations for that unit. In the second segment, we're going to talk about the safeties and how they, um, how they're looking and stacking up uh, this year. But first, let's talk about the tight ends. The two tight ends that are that are going to be uh, featured predominantly this year. Or, um, are going to be Brenton Strange and Theo Johnson. Both played um, last season. And, and, you know, listen, I think, you know, you're, you're trying to replace Pat Fryermuth, who, who ended up on, missing half the season 
uh, last year because of injury. Now he's with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, but it's it's huge. I think, you know, you look at a guy like um, like Strange, uh, eight, 17 receptions last year, 164 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, that's huge for the Nittany Lions. It's absolutely uh, what they need moving forward. I think he slots in to be the starter there at tight end and H-back, which is exactly, you know, I think the position that fits him uh, rather well, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how these players uh, develop. You know, you, you look at, like, let's keep talking about Brenton Strange here for a bit. You know, he, he appeared um, in 11 career games so far, five starts um, all last year. He appeared in all nine games, um, 17 grabs, 164 yards, two touchdowns, like we said. You know, that's what you need to build. And he's still only a redshirt freshman. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there. I know he's listed as a redshirt sophomore eligibility-wise, but... You know, with COVID and, and everything like that, Penn State elected to move these guys up nor like normal. However, their eligibility is still what it was last year. So he would be a redshirt freshman. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's a lot of, of good moving forward for the Indian Lions. Because, you know, getting consistency there. They've had some consistent ball players out of the tight end position. You've had Jesse James in years past. You've had Pat Fryermuth. You've had Mike Gesicki. Now, and those all three of those guys are in the NFL. Um, can Brenton Strange get there? I think so. I, I think that's a very good um, ceiling for him. But like I said, he's still very, very young. He's still, you know, eligibility-wise, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be a good situation for Penn State as they build um, on this offensively. So, you know, let's take a look at Theo Johnson now. Sophomore, um, same thing. He's essentially... A freshman still, um, he appeared in seven games, started one. Um, you know, it, when you make that debut as a as a true freshman, that's huge. Four receptions, fifty six yards, longest was twenty three yards. Um, you know, and it, his play started to pick up towards the end of the year. Um, you know, Illinois two catches, uh, forty two yards, twenty three um, with the longest of twenty three. You know, that's good. That's going to Penn State has positions to build on and I think this is a good foundation now keep in mind this is a new position coach they have Ty Howell now who takes over for Tyler Bowen who's now in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars so you know getting adjusted and Howell's, Howell's been around he's a Penn Stater um, and he was an offensive analyst for the Nittany Lions last season so they know how they know that 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 communication that rapport like we mentioned with Clifford and uh, Yursich uh, is there already so, you know, they have a full offseason to work together. I think this means a lot of good things for the Nittany Lions moving forward as they, as they gear up for the first game of the season against Wisconsin in only a few short weeks. But I think, you know, you look around the offense, you look at the wide receiver position, you know, you're looking for a third receiver there. But running back, they're deep. Offensive line, I think, will sort itself out here in camp. But tight end, it's a position of unknowns. But I think, honestly... It's a position of strength for the Nittany Lions. I know that there's some youthful inexperience there, and I'm sure they're, that Strange and Johnson are going to make mistakes down the road. But they're two athletic guys with high ceilings that I think can really make an impact for the Nittany Lions moving forward. And, and really taking that pressure off of Clifford, the run game, as well as the passing game with, uh, with the wide receivers. So, I mean, and if they can, if they can block competently at this level... Uh, I think that's going to just be an excellent opportunity for the Nittany Lion offense under Yursich 
to really make up some ground and really pick up where they left off um, against Illinois. And you know when you when you're coming into a season, you're riding a, a win streak. Obviously, 2020 is, is doesn't matter. As Sean Clifford made it explicitly clear, he's not here to talk about 2020 anymore. That season is in the rear view. But if you can kind of pick up on that momentum that they had uh, coming into the season, I think that's an excellent opportunity uh, for the Nittany Lions moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see how they deploy the two tight ends. Obviously, I know that there's going to be a two tight end rotation between Strange and uh, Johnson, and I think that's going to be uh, excellent moving forward as far as keeping fresh legs, which is uh, which is always a good thing. But they're going to have to be ready to go week one against Wisconsin. Um, and I know offensively speaking, there, there's going to be quite a bit of rotating, uh, especially in the backfield. I know Yursich has mentioned that he wants to use about three running backs um, and, and having a fourth on standby just in, just in case. You know, so getting those guys up to, up to speed. Um, but again, moving forward, I think Penn State's tight end group is, again, going to be one of those positions of strength for Nittany Lions. And yeah, they might start off a little slow, but I think by the end of the year, it's going to be one of the strongest units uh, on the field for the Nittany Lions offense. But, again, we, it remains to be seen. The, it looks good on paper for right now. But until we see them on the field, anything can happen. But when we come back in the second segment, we're going to talk about the defensive backs and the safeties especially. I'll catch you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to the We Are Podcast and the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Again, this is Jared Perker. I have not disappeared. This is me again. Now, let's talk safety. The safety position has a new coach, Anthony Poindexter, um, comes from Purdue. Excellent coach uh, from what I've heard. I haven't really gotten it to interact with him personally quite yet. I was obviously traveling for Media Day last weekend. Couldn't get to, to Happy Valley for that. But from all and everything that I've heard, Everything has been good. Rave reviews for Poindexter uh, so far. But the safety position is a position of, of uniqueness. You know, you return Jaquan Brisker, uh, pro football focus All-American from last year. He came back ready um, and, and ready to, to take the Big Ten and the, and the nation by storm by returning. Because obviously he could have gone to the NFL. He could have uh, enrolled uh, or entered the NFL draft. He chose, back, chose to come back. Um, you know, for some unfinished business. 
Um, now, you've got Keaton Ellis, a former cornerback who's entered into the safety mix. Jair Brown. Um, you've had Brisker already who's slotted in as, as the starter. They're looking for the second guy. You've got Jonathan Sutherland, special teams um, um, pro, essentially. And then you've got Tyler Rudolph as well. You know, Ellis played a lot as a youngster, uh, as a freshman out of state high. I had the opportunity to see him play and play against him in high school. Uh, or my team played against him in high school coaching for Altoona High. Um, seeing him in action, the kid's a real deal. Um, but, you know, last year was a was an up-and-down year for Ellis. You know, now he's got a position change, which isn't necessarily a bad thing uh, for Penn State moving forward. So, you know, you've got a little bit of depth. You lose Lamont Wade, another guy who's, uh, who's a big factor in special teams. But, again, this is the defense. Um, you know, you, you get Brisker, who's good in run support, good uh, have, and decent in coverage. So, you know, who, who's going to be the guy that lines up beside him? Is it going to be Brown? Is it going to be Sutherland? Is it going to be Ellis? Is it going to be Rudolph? Is it going to be a, a combination of the four? Um, and who's going to be backing up Brisker? I think that's an excellent uh, question as well. Um, you know, it, it's just going to be one of those situations. Who's, who's going to make it out of camp, you know, in the top spot? Sutherland has been an, has been excellent on special teams uh, throughout his career at Penn State. You know, hasn't gotten very many opportunities to play in the defensive backfield uh, for the Nittany Lions just because of depth. Um, the, the, the Nittany Lions have been deep uh, at safety up until this point. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what's been holding him back uh, from seeing the field a lot more than what he has. Now, Ellis, new position, new position coach. So fresh start there I think is good. Um but he's athletic enough. He's obviously athletic enough to play corner. Uh, I think coverage-wise, he would be great um, as, as a safety. Um, Brown is, is is an unknown. I think you know you have a lot of opportunity, a lot of athleticism for him there. And the same thing with Rudolph. Obviously, we know more about a lot of, about Sutherland and Ellis uh, moving forward. But you know what remains to be seen is what Poindexter and Brent Pry decide is 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 the go is the go-to move there. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do get into some uh, somewhat of a rotation there, um, especially with Ellison and Brown uh, in particular, and then Souther maybe backing up uh, Brisker and, and Rudolph uh, floating wherever they need him as well. So I mean, it, it, the the Penn State defense I think is, is going to be strong. Obviously, we talked about the defensive line last week. Um, you know, you don't know really what you're going to get there. Losing Adisa Isaac is, is never a good thing, but at the same time. You know they got an athletic group, and if they can if they can really figure it out early, that I don't think it's going to be an issue. Now they've got to play complementary football, which is something the Nittany Lions didn't do for the first five games of the season. It wasn't that the defense was really that bad; it's the offense just did not help the defense out whatsoever with field position, with putting points on the board, with a whole lot of anything. To be perfectly honest with you, but you know the defensive backfield I think is going to be solid for the Nittany Lions. You look you look at uh, you look at corner. You've got three Castro Fields returning. You've got Joey Porter Jr. returning. You've got Kalen King, uh, who had an excellent spring. So the Nittany Lions defense, uh, especially on the backfield, um, is going to be really strong, I feel. Um, yeah, like, I, like I've said before, you know, there's going to be some inexperience. Um, but once these guys get their feet wet, and once they, and they're going to have to really quickly and, and really get adjusted to the game um, really, really fast against uh, Wisconsin. So... You know, once they're able to do that, I think that's going to be a good thing for the Nittany Lions moving forward. But, you know, again, it's, it's getting these guys on the field, seeing what they can do, because there's only so much you can see um, at practice. It's really going to come down to how these guys perform in game action. Now, there have been a lot of game scenarios for a lot of these guys in the spring. I mean, you saw what King was able to do 
Uh, incredible spring, incredible spring games. Um, there's spring practices, I should say. Um, uh, you know, so what what are they going to be able to do? Uh, what is their ceiling? I think Penn State's going to have one of the top defenses in the Big Ten, um, and they're going to have to ride the defense quite a bit if the offense can't get it going. But I do think the offense will be able to play a more complementary brand of football um, in this uh, in this season. So I think that's going to be excellent moving forward for the Nittany Lions as well. But if you're not able to play complementary football, and that goes on both sides, you know the defense has got to get or keep the offense off the field for the for the opponent uh, and hold them off the scoreboard. And you know if they're able to do that, good things are going to happen. Um, and you know looking at looking back to the offense, it's going to be an up up tempo offense similar to what we saw under Joe Moorhead, which is really when Penn State was was strongest in 2016. That Saquon Barkley led team. That's that's Penn State football. That's what they need to do to get back to that athleticism, that, that fast-paced offense, up-tempo, really moving the ball down the field and, and shoving it down opponent's, opponent's throats and playing a stifling style of defense as well. Um, up front, I think Ibikity is going to be really good. Um, I think P.J. Mustafer is going to hold it down um, inside on the defensive line. You know, And, and Luketa, I'm excited to see the hybrid player that they make him to be, um, as well as Ellis Brooks and Brandon Smith. You know, the Penn State defense, you know, when you look at it on paper, yeah, they've got some experience uh, in the front seven uh, for the most part as far as not necessarily starting, but seeing some significant time while they've been a Nittany Lion. So it'll be interesting to see how the how the defense starts out this year. Um, like I said about the safeties, uh, obviously Brisker's penciled in number one. I think it's going to come down um, to Brown and Ellis um, for the other safety spot. And then, you know, Rudolph and Sutherland backing up either of those guys um, or even Brisker uh, moving forward. But, you know, we won't we won't know that until the first week. Um, so until then, uh, the depth chart is, is pure speculation. But it'll be interesting to see what Pry and, and Poindexter are able to come up with. Because this is, I think, as athletic of a group as they've had on the backside in quite some time. So when they're able to get that done, uh, you know, and see what, what they're able to do, I think it's going to be an excellent opportunity for Penn State moving forward. But until then, I will talk to you next week. This has been Jared Prugar on the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Have a great and safe week, and let's get excited for some football. 